Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Heidi. Welcome back to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Thank you for sharing, thank you for caring. Since the last episode, we hit 100,000 listens. That is a big deal, beings, that when I started this podcast, the goal of the podcast was to get me to start getting used to talking about my past and telling my story. So for it to hit 100,000, that is a huge thing to me because what that tells me is I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. You and many other people need this information and I am 100% okay with the fact that I went through what I went through so that I can help you and others understand it and move through it and move beyond it and be free from the control of others. So thanks again if you are uh, one of the people who has shared it or has told somebody else about it or has reposted or have um, copied the link and sent it to somebody, thank you because I would never have thought this podcast would have done that the day I started with a shaky little voice. That being said, let's see. It is the 15th of December and it is snowing outside my window. I am kind of liking it because I always like Christmas being white. I don't have to be out in it very much anymore. I used to not like winter when I had to do a lot more outside stuff. Now I have a pretty a pretty cush life as far as taking care of animals and such in the outdoors. My husband does most of that unless he's gone. Let's see what else. We're getting ready for Christmas. Um, I have decided that this year with my girls, because they're all in different stages of their life, they're all living in different areas than close to me, and they're all going to be home at different times, we're not doing the usual gift giving thing at Christmas. I decided we're doing a quality time Christmas. Okay. And I thought that was a cute little catchy phrase. Let's do a quality time Christmas. What does that mean? Well, we'll do stockings, but we're not doing big gifts. We're not spending a ton of money on each other. Two reasons. All of the girls are in situations where they're trying to get their lives together, get their finances in order and get their bills paid. We also all live in smaller sized houses. So the fact that we don't really need anything and if there's something we need, we already have it made me decide I was changing up how we're doing Christmas this year. Um, You know as well as I do that if you've spent time in a relationship with a person that is unhealthy for you or you've been raised in an environment where people are unhealthy for you, the holidays aren't that much fun. They're very stressful. They don't feel like quality time at all. They feel like let's hurry up and rush through them and let's get on to the normal schedule because we know what to expect in the normal schedule, right? So this is the first time I've been like, ho, ho, we don't, oh, I just said ho, ho. I meant like, whoa, whoa, but I said ho, ho, which is was just funny because it's Christmas. I was like, wait a minute. 
We have time to spend quality time now. We have time to enjoy each other's company, to sit in you know, a room and visit or play games or bake or do whatever it is that we want to do without having to feel like we're stressed with a toxic person around. You know, what kind of fight are they going to cause? What is going to come next? What's going to happen? What do we have to be on guard for? We don't have to do that anymore. So this year, I'm calling it a quality time Christmas. My kids are calling it a pretend Christmas. So um, yeah, so I've changed things up a little bit this year. We'll, we'll see where we are next year, but I'm, I'm ordering some new games and I'm getting some ingredients to bake and we're going we're gonna to do that. Uh, I imagine my husband won't be too involved in that. He'll probably be looming around and um, sitting on the couch. But we thought a movie night and it's, it's kind of, the more we talk about it, the more excited we are because we've never just had a holidays that we could do that. So we're doing that for something different. The other thing that I'm doing for something different is, um, as you know, I've been answering a lot of readers or listeners' questions. And today I am actually going to answer another couple questions that came in. One came in a few weeks ago and one came in this morning with, without the intent of me putting it on a podcast. But it came through the Strength Within uh, support group that's on Facebook. And a lady was just just arbitrarily asking the group a question. And as I answered and read some of the other answers, I thought, you know what? This is something I should probably address on the podcast. So um, I'm going to talk about a couple things. One of the things that people want to know, and I have touched on this in other podcasts, but why do toxic people keep showing up? Why do I keep, keep picking the same type of people or the same person? Okay. Um, the answer to that is very simple, but it comes from a kind of a complex place. Toxic people, because they need certain things in their life, are going to seek out people with personalities that are kind, caring, like to help people, givers, people serve, you know, people are who are in service-oriented industries. People that like and get their satisfaction and fulfillment out of life by serving others. And there's a certain percentage of the population that has that personality. So chances are, and again, nothing is set in stone and nothing is 100%, but chances are you are a target for a toxic person. If you have a good, kind, caring, loving personality, you are going to give the tar the toxic person what they need as far as giving them control, giving them power, giving them attention, and giving them admiration. If you take those two personalities, they should because they're kind, they are opposite, the toxic person is going to take advantage of the good, kind, caring, loving person to get their control, power, attention, and admiration. So if you are one that has found yourself repeating toxic relationships or staying in the same toxic relationship cycle, chances are you have that type of personality. Uh, another scenario is if you've been raised in a toxic environment or you've been in a toxic environment for a lengthy amount of time, that activity, that mistreatment, that behavior has become normal to you. So it's harder for you to accept bad behavior or toxic behavior as abnormal because you are so used to seeing it all the time. And that goes back to where if you walk into a room that stinks, if you stay in the room, the smell goes away. You don't realize how bad the smell is until you walk outside to fresh air. So that's another reason why toxic people keep showing up. If their behaviors are normal to you, it's not going to flag you to watch out and to be careful. The other question that I had this morning uh, was, 
how do I know if I've healed? You know, how do I know if I have reached the spot where it's time for me to move on and to be okay to help other people and to be okay to maybe venture into new, new avenues of friendships or relationships? How do I know that it's safe for me? Okay. And the first thing you need to realize about that is it is a process, which I think that was actually the question. Is this a process that's ongoing or is this something that actually ends? Okay, you're not going to like this answer, but we are all on a journey. It is a process. Our lives, no matter what situation we're in, is a journey. So even though you're going through something, everybody else is going through something too. And everybody's life is always a journey. And everybody's life is always sent to teach you something that you're going to need in the future. So... Is it something that you know you know is going to all of a sudden be done and you're like, yes, I've done it. I'm healed. I'm recovered. I'm better. I'm fixed. Probably not. Are you going to feel more healed? Absolutely. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel like you're fixed. You're going to feel like you've recovered. But I don't love all of those words, even though we all use them. They make it sound like we have a lot of work to still do right? Healing, recovering, getting fixed, getting better. We've already been trying to do that, right? So I decided when I read this lady's question, I want to change the words from healed, recovered, better, fixed to I'm thinking more clearly. There will be a time in your life that you're thinking more clearly. And chances are you're thinking more clearly today than you were thinking a year ago at this time. I put a post up on Uh, Facebook the other day that said, think back to where you were a year ago. What are the changes that have been made? Think now forward to another year. What are the changes you want to see make? That's part of the journey. That's part of the thinking and seeing things more clearly. So the more you learn, the clearer you're going to think. And subsequently, the more you're going to heal, the more you're going to recover, the better you're going to do, and the more you're going to feel like you're fixed. Um, I always get a little disheartened when people ask, uh, can this be fixed? Can I be fixed? And there's there's a certain connotation that goes with fixing. I don't think people need fixed. I think there is a reprogramming process so that you can see and think more clearly. Just because you've been trained doesn't mean you need to be fixed. But back to the every day in everybody's life is a journey. So for the people who are suffering, for the people who are thriving, for the people who are, you know, in the, in the Fortune 500s learning and receiving all of the wealth they've ever wanted, they're still on a journey. And so when we're talking about, am I going to recover? Am I going to heal? When am I going to know I'm out of this? Hey, I have been doing this for 12 years post And I found myself falling into toxic friendships and, you know, falling into things that I didn't recognize. Why? Because I'm still on a journey and I'm still learning to think more clearly. Are you going to have triggers? Absolutely. Are you going to disappoint yourself? Uh, Yes. Are you going to humiliate yourself? Chances are pretty high. Are you going to disappoint other people? Yep. Are you going to feel like giving up? Yes, because you're going to feel like, I have been doing this for so long, there is no possible way I can do this anymore. But again, look where you were a year ago. You might still be living in the same place. You might still have the same toxic people in your life. But I promise you, 
you are starting to see more clearly and you're starting to think more clearly. So if you feel like you're stuck, start learning because the clearer you can think and the clearer you can see your situation for what it is, your journey is moving forward, right? We always feel like, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep ending up back? Why do I go back once I leave? Why do I answer the phone when they call? Why do I feel like I have to text them back? Why do they always win and I always end up feeling like crap about myself and jumping back on the treadmill to fix it? Why does it always happen? Well, you can agree with me on this or you can disagree with me on this, but nothing leaves your life until you've learned what it came to teach you. So if you are still walking the path you are still learning. And, you know, I refer it to half past quarter till. Even when you get to half past quarter till, I don't give a crap, and you're ready to leave a toxic situation, you still have a ton more clear thinking to do. You know, when people, they'll message me, I finally got a lawyer, I'm finally filing for divorce, or I finally decide to remove that toxic parent from my life, or I finally decided to, you know, take this friend out of my life who's been so much stress. What, what people don't realize is this, the be, this is the beginning of the clear thinking portion. You know, it is a process. So it's not what they did to you or where you're at. It's, okay, this is what I need to learn from it and this is where I'm going. Because we can sit and I'm, I'm probably going to hesitate to say this, but I'm saying it. We can sit in self-pity once we get out. But at the same time, if you look at it, you already survived every day that you thought you wouldn't, which means you're already healing and recovering and doing better and thinking more clearly. And I know it gets draining when you have to be the one that perseveres and you have to be the one that's determined all the time. But nothing leaves your life until you've learned what it came to teach you. So learn something every day. Healing, yeah, you're healing. You've been healing since the day this started right? You've been recovering since the day this started because you've had to learn their routine. You've had to learn their tactics. You've had to learn how to protect yourself. You've had to learn all of this stuff. And even though it's very detrimental that we've had to go through it, you're still learning. And I promise you, you're still going to use what you've learned going through this in your future. So don't beat yourself up at all if you feel like you can't get healed or you can't recover because you're already doing it. The other part of the question came in with, I don't want to hurt others. I want to know if I'm healed so that I'm not, I don't hurt others. Okay, well, here's the thing. You probably got in the situation you were in, or you probably grew up in the situation and you were trained not to hurt others, or you very quickly learned not to hurt others because you would pay for it. So what did you do? When others were hurting, you adapted. You put them first. You put yourself last on the list. You compromised so that somebody else wasn't hurting right? So just like you're on a journey, everybody that comes into your life is also on a journey. So if they come into your life and they get hurt, that's part of their journey. And I'm comfortable saying that in this group because as I was talking earlier, if you are listening to this podcast, you are probably one who's been involved or raised in some type of environment that was not healthy for you. And the reason that is, is you are most likely a kind, caring, empathetic, loving, compassionate person. So I feel okay by saying um, you're not going, this, the people in this group and the people that are listening are not going to go out and intentionally hurt people. 
So if you're already worried that you're going to go out and hurt people, that's how you got in this situation to begin with, is you were worried about other people in front of you. So what did you do? You compromised your values. You gave up your identity. You gave up your self-worth. You gave up your self-confidence. The other people are on a journey too. So where you have to be realistic with yourself is you have to say, you have to have the confidence that you're going to make bad choices. Okay. You're going to have bad circumstances. You're going to be in bad situations, but not all of this is in your control. So you have to make the best of what you have and make sure you put yourself first. Not hurting other people doesn't mean compromising who you are. That's what we already did. Okay. And I think as you go through the healing, the recovering, the fixing, if that's what you want to call it, as you go through this portion of your journey where you're trying to define clearer thinking, you need to remember that you have to be first. And when you see red flags and you feel things that take down your confidence and you feel your self-worth being hurt, don't compromise to not hurt somebody else. Choose yourself and compassionately remove yourself or compassionately dish it, disengage. You know, we're worried about healing so we can move forward. So we can not hurt other people. But why are we not worried about healing so we can take care of ourselves? That's that's where I where I come from. You know, every motivational speaker talks about you're responsible for your own happiness. I get that. You are responsible for your own happiness. But I also understand what it's like to be trapped in a situation where you don't feel like you have options for happiness. So the next best thing is to start learning to take care of yourself. Because as you learn and you start to understand why you've been doing the things you've been doing and why you're now trying to heal and why you're having to think and see things more clearly... It's because you just didn't understand what you were in. And as you understand, that's where the power comes from. And once you understand, you can see it from a perspective that I see it from now. You know, I used to see it from the perspective of you. I didn't see a way out. I didn't see any way that I could get into a spot that I could be happy and healthy and successful and confident and purposeful. I was in a position where I compromised. I didn't know myself. I was scared of everything, fearful of, of everything in my life. And you know, I'm still on a journey. If you hear the, some of the podcasts, I usually share when I have a trigger. And looking back now, they're upsetting when they happen, but then I can kind of snicker at them a little bit because I know it's just my body remembering how to react the way it did when I was in a bad spot. So back to the healing. Yes, you're healing. You're already healing. But you're going to continue to heal. You're just going to move through. And the more things you see clearly, the more you're going to understand, the stronger you're going to get, and the more you're going to take care of yourself. You can't take care of others if you can't take care of yourself. And for those of you who are parents out there, 
that are struggling with the healing process and the thinking more clearly process and the seeing more clearly process because because you have kids involved remember that you don't have to leave as long as you understand it you know i have a lot of clients that will come to me and they'll say okay but i really need to learn about the situation that i'm in but i have kids so i i don't want to leave because i don't want to break up the family i'm never going to tell anybody to leave I'm gonna give you the tools that you need to understand your situation so you can make the decision on what's best for you. And through the whole education process and as you're learning, you're thinking and seeing more clearly. And you're gonna to continue to do that until someday you're helping other people think and see more clearly. So I don't know that there's a definition or a light switch or a line you step over and go, Okay, now I'm in it. Oh, okay, now I'm out. Because even when you're out, there's so much stuff that you still have to relearn and, you know, reprogram and rethink and, I'm sorry to say this, but work on. You know, and when I had that Priority Me retreat this fall, I cannot say enough about the women that showed up at that. The growth that I saw, even in the five days we were together, just the light bulbs going on going, I can do this. I can do this. I can grow. I can take care of my kids. I can, I can get the person in my life that needs to be out of my life, whether it's my mother, whether it's my sister, whether it's a coworker, whether it's a spouse, whether it's an intimate partner. I can move forward from this relationship. There's no reason that I have to stay trapped in this. And it wasn't because they were all of a sudden healed. It was 100% entirely because they were starting to sit, to think and see things more clearly. So yes, the journey to healing and the journey to recovery and the journey to being fixed from all this is happening right now. Just keep moving. You only stop progress if you stop moving. Change something, do something, read something, listen to something. You're all doing way better than you think. If you're here listening to this, you are already starting to see things more clearly. So keep the questions up. I love them. I love to know what you guys need to hear from me. In the upcoming next couple of weeks, I'm, I'm probably going to bop on here. We might do some holiday stuff. Um, if people are struggling with the holidays, you know how to get a hold of me. And I would like to send people to my website coachingwithdrheidi.com if you have not taken the toxicity profile analysis. That may give you a little bit of insight on the, to the effects that toxic traits of others may be having on you. We are doing some work on the website. So if, if, there's, if it's a little bit glitchy, don't worry about it. It'll be fixed in a couple days. Uh, the TPA is up and running though. You are also available to schedule a session with me. I used to not do individual sessions. Now, if you have a question, there is a way that you can schedule a session with me and we can do a whole entire session together. That's also on coachingwithdrheidi.com. Um, you can follow me on Facebook and you can follow me on Instagram. So thank you again for the 100,000 listens. I think already we're up to 102,000, but continue to share this because this is what we need to get out to people. People need to be able to think and see more clearly and they can only do that through education.